All right. Hello and welcome back to uh, kind of what we have as a double header here for Romancing Our Stones. Remember, this is your male survival guide to media and pop culture your girl will likely drag you to. Matt. Yeah. Like I said, double header. Yeah. You know, we don't usually suffer through this like we did in terms of doing two podcasts in one night, us not knowing anything and now us knowing everything we need to know to make proper predictions come in this upcoming season. So you're right. We're not typically used to um, being up this late and or doing it this way. So we do it all for you. There's there's a first time for everything. (laughs) Exactly. Um, What'd you think? Oh, no, wait, before we start. Yes. This is what we do. Um, What are you drinking? Well, I'm, you know what? Same night, same deal. I'm going to open up my second can of Ecliptic Phaser Hazy IPA and we'll be burning through about a good third or fourth of this uh, six pack here. <laughs> good for that a boy. I like that. Yeah. Um, How about you? What are you going through right now? You know what? You better call the Betty Ford Clinic because I drank the beer with our first podcast. Then during the actual show, I had three whiskey cokes, and now I am drinking a what I so uh, passionately called a Faderade. It's a, a vodka and glacier freeze uh, Gatorade. Um, brings me back to my old days back in college. I'm wearing my college uh, t-shirt here. Go Buffs! See that? And that's that's where we're at right now. So um, gonna drink this and. Bring it home, if you will. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of bringing it home, there's something I want to return, and that's Claire Crowley as The Bachelorette. And I'm so sorry. I I sound very crass in saying that, but my goodness, what a – this whole thing was a nothing burger. Yeah. Yeah. In each guy – It's supposed to be one of, like, the juiciest episodes of the season because you get a bunch of people. You always get the one drunk guy or girl – who ends up making a scene. You get some drama. You get some attitudes start to show up. You get some front runners. I just, I don't know, man. She's just, she just doesn't have a lot behind her. I feel like, you know, like all these guys are like, you know, I want a girl to have fun with. I just don't see her as being that girl. (laughs) I just don't. I don't either. And and the fact that like, even when she got, you know, told she was going to be the bachelor, I need to pause this. Hold on. And we are back, and I apologize for that. I heard out of the back of my ear that, Daddy, I'm done, wipe my butt, and I had to go attend to that. So what I was trying to tell you, Alex, was that, um, you know, like, even though Claire's a nothing burger, there was not a single person that came in that really impressed me. I mean, like, you watch this episode, and these guys are about as exciting as she is. I mean, seriously, like, I'm not one for gimmicks, but also at the same time, if you come in to say, I'm very glad to meet you, you know what we went through to do this? I feel like that was about 80% of the guys coming through. You mean you didn't like the guy who proposed to her with a guy who was mooning her? I don't know. Those that haven't seen this, this guy had a little box that, you know, ideally should have a ring in it, right? So he gets down on one knee. 
cracks it open and it's this like little like mannequin little figurine of a dude mooning her and there's a fart noise coming out of it and i'm like how that guy did just get asked to leave immediately is beyond me <laughs> did he get a rose do we i mean i don't remember who that was i have it written down let me look at you uh, who did i that? forget um, <laughs> You know how I am at this point in the series. That's, I don't start remembering names until like there's like the next couple of eliminations. <laughs> that's that's Zach J, and he did get a ring. So a rose. You got a rose. You got a oh, yeah. Oh man, she, she got pink eye, and he got a rose. So um, yeah, Zach J got. And Zach she, J, uh, Zach J is fine on the eyes. I'm surprised that he decided to go that route, but yeah, let your true colors shine through. I guess. And how about how about your boy? How about your boy? The guy you like, James? Did James? You go, uh, not James. What's his name? The lineman. Well, who's our? Oh, I gotta look. <laughs> his name is Jason. Jason, not James. Jason. And he came out like he was a pregnant woman, which is what <laughs> she did. But it's ironic because that he was also 120 pounds heavier when he played in the NFL. So was he trying to tell her that she, he was fat in the past life and now he's skinny. I, I like when he came out of the limo, knowing reading the bio, I was like, okay, is he trying to tell her this is what I used to weigh? Yeah. Like I didn't remember her doing the whole pregnancy thing. I don't remember her doing that either. So and all I could say is to, to add to your point, like, these guys weren't very impressive with their little first impressions, but also the ones that tried to do something, I just felt like they fell so flat, so hard that it was like Jason didn't really carry that through. Didn't really, it was very confusing. There was AJ who was my favorite, who actually managed to bruise her hands by like holding them in a death grip. And I thought that was freaking hilarious. And he said, and he said, this is the first time I've touched a woman in six months. And I'm like, that doesn't make it any better. It doesn't make it okay. And then his whole thing was like, you know, like my friends say I make a really bad impression. Squeeze. And it's like, you and did it. your friends were spot on. But also, yeah. but also, why would you bring that up to her when you first meet her? I was like, well, he says that. And then what's, do you know what he says right after that? He goes, he stops saying, he just stops going down that track, shifts and goes, your eyes are green. <laughs> like, Although I, I, as a gr- this, this guy's never interacted with women before is what I'm thinking. Like as a, he, I, I just can't, he's crushing her hands. He says he's not good at first impressions and then jumps and goes, your eyes are green. Cool, dude. Have a good one. Like, I'm glad she sent him home because I was like, he did not get a rose. And I think that was one of the smartest decisions she's made in her whole bachelor career. As as someone who has green eyes, I appreciated the fact that only 2% of the world has green eyes. But at the same time, what? Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I, and, and, you know, Claire's dress looks like the uh, designer ran out of reflective reflective shields about halfway down of making it, so he started to make it like phase out. It's art, a- Matt. It's called a shattered disco ball. Okay, oh. and it's raining from the sky. Really? I, no, I have no idea what I have no idea what it was. But, Dude, you yeah. should have kept that going. You had me sold. Um, it's a Gucci. It's a Gucci, Matt. It's, it's a, a Gucci. Gucci. It's a Farrah Wang. Um, ever heard? Ever heard of fashion? <laughs> look at me. Have I? No. Um, but I, I like going back to Jason. Though it's you know it's like you and I were texting during the show and um, you know, I, we talked about in our last show that Jason has the fat guy mentality, you know, he, and who's got skinny and got fit. And so he's going to have a good personality. 
he's stuck in fat guy mode. I mean, it, he had so much energy. And then you watch the end of the episode where they have like this season on, it sounds like he starts making headway. So I feel better about my pick, you know, as it goes on, but solely based on this episode, I just thought it was such a weird way to approach her. And, you know, like no one likes anyone. Everyone is so peppy all the time. You gotta, you gotta be, you gotta ebb and flow and show real emotions. I think. Well, I'm, I don't know. Yeah, it, it was just so uneventful. There's a snooze fest through most of it. And then to try and stir up some drama, we got our boy from West Virginia who, like, Tyler. Tyler, Tyler he, C. Yeah, he decided to be like, be like oh, well, I was, you know. And this is, he's what I don't understand. He starts, he calls out Yosef because he was kind of like hitting on one of Tyler's friends. Like how does she, how did she even interact with him? Like I, I'm, I'm so confused about his story. And right? I, I, and to call out Yosef, it wasn't like Yosef was a front runner by any stretch of the means. You know, it's <laughs> know. like, it's like, it's like the two guys running a race and they're both like trailing for last. And then someone being like, Hey, yo, yo, Yosef. I didn't get that either. It's like he slid into a girl's DMs. It's like, okay. Well, yeah. Well, I'm kind of just like, it was a friend of mine. And I'm like. A friend of a friend. I'm so confused about that. Right. I'm just like, how does that even get back to you, Tyler? I'm super confused by this. I don't know. I'm super confused by this. So here's the things that I appreciate. First off, I thought Tyler C. And I wrote it down in my notes or I wrote down the show. It was like Tyler C represented Neutrogena and Yosef represented, uh, you know, American, American man pomade. And then when they were talking, they were talking about like what the best course of doing things. <laughs> I'm not making any sense. This fade rate is kicking in, but anyway, it's like Tyler C did the right thing by addressing him man to man. And also Yosef did the right thing by going straight to her before it became a thing. Like, so I was kind of confused. And when Tyler C and them and her were sitting in front of him, when Tyler C and him were sitting in front of her, it was kind of like she realized it was a nothing burger halfway through. Yeah. Well, she even stopped. She, she, like, even she was like, I don't know either of you guys well enough. Right. Like, I don't need to hash this out. I got 18 other guys I still need to see before this godforsaken 24 hour night is over. <laughs> Cause you know, it's probably like three o'clock in the morning when they're complaining about this. And she's yeah. like, I've got a couple hours left and I still have to meet with like 18 other dudes. Like you guys obviously need to finish this. I'm going to go. <laughs> she leaves them. And to their- I was laughing. I was laughing because, you know, part of it being in a relationship too, is that, you know, people have baggage and people have, you know, things in their past or whatever. It's like you start dating a girl and you find out who she dated in her past, but you really enjoy her. It's kind of like you forgive her because she didn't know me up until this point and you can't Mm -hmm. really hold it against her, you know? And then I think Claire turned to Yosef, which brought the moon pies, um, which made me hungry. (laughs) And then I ate way too many peanut butter. They looked good. They They looked like like legit moon pies. Well, I liked how, I liked how other guys eat it. And then, then okay, well, I'm going to digress for a second because we're going there. Easy 
yeah who has a name i can't pronounce but i'll go by easy jumped through this banner that said your future husband came down and then he's like did the finger guns super crazy and then he had the audacity to say all these people coming in with gimmicks oh my gosh they're not serious and i'm like sitting here i'm like you jumped through a banner and did finger guns yeah exactly oh that's that's what's so entertaining about this part of the show is get all these guys judging each other right yeah and yet and yet they're like you don't know me you shouldn't judge me and they go and judge somebody else like like i brought moon pies like (laughs) it's like yo like (laughs) calm the hell down and that's that's what i always i find interesting about what is this the 20th season or something like that 20s or whatever but i'm looking at this i'm going you think you'd learn and you'd watch some of these just you know hey easy you play football right in the collegiate level and i think in the pro level bit ever heard of game film <laughs> let me see how these first nights go and maybe like I, I just find it so funny that every season whether it's bachelorette or bachelor these people don't come in keeping a cool head and playing their game no. right like like it doesn't matter what hell everything else is going on focus on me focus on my relationship with her and keep the eyes on the prize, right? But you get all these people get all spun up with each other. And it's like, which again, if I'm wrong, makes for great television and the production crew loves it, right? But yeah. you think, it, you, like, I, I would hope that after 20 seasons, the first night is a very mellow night, which, and maybe that's kind of what we saw too. Bunch of nothing burger dudes and doing a bunch of nothing burger stuff tonight for that night. And that's all we're seeing. Well, Jackson, that's a great joke. Yeah, Jackson, Jackson liked that too. Jackson, <laughs> Jackson's my son laughing in the background. Um, but so, yes and no. I mean, I thought there were some very clever entrances. I thought, no, I don't think there's many clever entrances. I thought there was, the woman I liked was Ed, who came in with the big bubble talking about we're going to be dating in a bubble like yes. that's my sense of humor and i thought that was like i'm like that's he nailed it on the head super dry like super yeah, dry yeah. super literal and then you have someone like bennett who comes up with the rolls royce with the great gatsby scarf who just looked like a total pretentious douche which we called blindly by the way yeah the finance hardo yeah yes i mean we we actually nailed a lot of our predictions based mm-hmm. on our our based on our um based on our pre-show yes yes and i'll have to say i think that i didn't see a whole lot of ben and i wanted to see more because he's my favorite and i didn't really see him as you know part of the action really no it wasn't really which and he gave me my sleeper that goes eight episodes deep and then and then starts to become part of the picture i know i i i know what you're saying but he had such a great gatsby greater than thou approach that um i I know i know the my 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 surprises were blake bonar getting a getting a, a rose um i had nothing he, he looks nothing like his photo by the way <laughs> No. When he finally showed up, I'm like, what happened to the hair? His hair is like <laughs> half the size. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he really quaffed it that day. Uh, Blake, <laughs> Blake Moynez wrote that um, message to her. Risky it all. Broke the rules. Yeah, Broke yeah. the rules. And we're going to reward people for breaking the rules. Um, Blake, Blake Moynez chin, his beard, 
looks like his face is con- confused as to where the top of his head is. <laughs> I mean, it is a thick, thick beard. Oh, yeah. Um, Chris, our, intele- our intellectual that doesn't know how many countries there are in the world, went <laughs> home. Yep. Um, what, what do you think about Brandon? Brandon, Brandon looked nothing like his photo either when he showed up. He looked a lot more awkward in his first interaction with her. In his yeah, little intro. I feel like I feel like he recovered. Did he get a rose? I don't remember. I think he did. I thought I he, think he did. He he played better than I thought he was going to. Um, mm-hmm. I don't. Let me. What did he do? Let me look at my notes and see what he did. But I thought I, my boy Demar like was like non-existent. He didn't even get time with with Claire, so that was disappointing. But, uh, but he got a rose. But he got a rose. What do you think of the parachute gig? If you, uh, don't, if you don't jump out of a plane, can you wear a parachute? I don't really feel like you should. Like, it, it, that was lost on me, personally. I, I, I was like, oh, okay. Is he running shuttles for football and like, trying to build a speed up, like resistant I running? I so, don't know. So Brandon, Brandon kissed her on the cheek, and he was the only one to kiss her on the cheek. Yes. But Blake Moynes actually got kiss out of her that night. He got the first kiss. The first kiss. So mm-hmm. if you got to pick somebody that's winning, I think it's, it's the guy with that's riddled with red flags. <laughs> Blake Moynes. <laughs> it doesn't – well, with, whether it's Yosef or Blake, it doesn't take much effort to send a DM to somebody. So, no, know, yeah. like, like, I don't know. Um, Here, here's, here's my issue. What's up? This is my main issue with the whole episode is she's out there for maybe 30 minutes. She's met seven or eight guys. Then Dale comes up. You can tell she just absolutely was infatuated with him. Well, and, then he... she, and then she says, he didn't do anything that impressed me. Like he wasn't like, yeah. he was, yeah, he's yeah. Just, Dale was just a very good looking dude <laughs> that put his body and his face literally and physically in front of her. And she lost it. Said, Hey, oh. nice to meet you. I'm looking forward to, to meeting you and talking to you. And they have this weird exchange where as he's walking in the house, she keeps saying like, yeah, I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. And he goes, yeah, me too. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Me too. And I'm like, they say that like three or four times as he walks into the, into the, like, the house. And then she says, I think I just met my husband. And I'm like, and I, I looked over at my wife. She was watching this with me. And I go, this is why she's the worst bachelorette in the history of the bachelorette. Well, because she, again, this goes back to what I called last time. She has the emotional intelligence of an eight of an 18 year old. He's super hot. He's going to be my husband. (laughs) Well, even before I agree with you at 10,000% and she even said like, I, but even before she's like, I just, I know that you had to start late because of uh, YouTube TV issues, but you know, I, I, she said, I just attract jerks and that's what I do. I attract jerks. And then she said, I just know when I see my husband, I'm going to know it. And it's kind of like, okay, let's do a math problem here. Least common denominator is you. You're involved in every relationship you've ever had. You say you only attract jerks. And then you also say that you're going to know the first second that you see them, if they're going to be your husband. So it's probably going to be a jerk. Without getting to know them. Hmm. I wonder why you say that you can attract jerks. Maybe because you're fishing for them. Because you make them super easy to come on in. Like, 
Hey, told- you're cute. I'm going to be in a full blown relationship with you. And then when that's not what they want or whatever, whatever their motives may or may not be, she, she's the one who's blindsided and you know, she only attracts jerks. And, and, okay. I, okay. and I, t- I told my sister at one point in time too, cause she was talking about, I've never met anyone of substance. And I said, well, what's your process of finding a person? She said, well, I go out, you know, on Friday, Saturday, and I meet people and I do this and that. And I'm like, well, you're fishing from the same pond. If you want to mm-hmm. find a different fish, do something different. So if you only attract jerks, then you need to do something different or at least fish in a different pond to get a non-jerk. Where it's, it's like saying it's like saying I never meet quality girls. They only want me for my money. Well, where are you, where are you going to meet these girls? The strip club. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like what do you expect? Like, they're yeah, you're not going to find a deep relationship there because they're just there for your money. <laughs> like, yeah, the, I think it's there. It comes to that. It comes down to an issue of like personal responsibility, and that's why I think like, like Claire, she likes to displace and be like, oh, they're just a jerk. She she just unloads any responsibility she has to be like hmm maybe i don't need to just get super infatuated with the guy who's good looking and all of a sudden be like yep you i'm ready to be done with this dale's gonna be my guy and i and i feel like you're exactly right in the sense that it's strictly based on looks just because dale didn't do anything special he literally he really didn't like he he was respectful and he was again he was tall dark and handsome (laughs) Well, the tallest those, and those, the darkest and the most handsome, the tall drink of water got sent home. He got sent home. <laughs> so, I mean, he may have been too tall of a glass of water for her. I, I think his dress pants were too short. And that was the one thing that probably bothered me the most by that entire episode is that there wasn't a single hemline that was below an ankle. And there, it drove me fucking up the wall. Pardon my there, French. It drove me up the wall. There was, that's the first time you've cussed on a podcast, by the way. Um, I, I think I saw too many men without socks. And I know that's a thing. And you can tell me more about that because you're more fashion than no. I am. But if I felt like someone – so I was doing the – uh, romancing our stones at our stones guys on Instagram. I was doing the live story because we do live stories for every episode. And someone said to me, that's a look. And I said, I, you can't pull that off without good ankles. I mean, and that's the truth. It's like, I don't understand this short pants. It looks like you went to the bad, really bad tailor. It's, it's been something that's been more, a little bit more popular for a few years now. This is the first time I've seen like full blown. I'm like, is this really what everybody's wearing? Like it's, uh, it just looks so goofy. One of the guys that went home, I forget what was his name. He was the, he was the, uh, gosh, he was a weird looking dude. Paige. Um, maybe it was Paige. Yeah. The, the chef with the buttons all the way down to his no, table. No, 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 no. It was Tyler. It was Tyler. Yeah. He, the um, Neutrogena rep, as I said earlier. Yeah, he was guy had the weird kind of comb over the short blonde hair, and, and he was. They showed him walking out after not getting a rose, and he had. I guess. Okay, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, the, the weird button down with the tattoo. No, it was pa- it was he, Paige. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and he had he had like a white button down, with, it like only buttoned halfway up. His jacket looked oversized, and then he has these short dress pants with shoes. And I'm just like this. This whole thing is like this. He looks like a goofball. Well, even as I, I mean, okay, I know some things about dressing up nicely. His his blazer cuffs was about four inches short of where it needed to be, but it showed off his tattoos and his finger tattoos and his knuckle tattoos, and it you know it's kind of like 
I understand people, some people like that. Some people like to express themselves through their skin art and some people like to see that. But at the same yep. time, it's kind of, you know, he's like, he's like sitting there and his damn near his buttons, his shirt's unbuttoned to his navel. He actually, I counted, he had, he had three buttons unbuttoned until his fourth button was buttoned. And then, you know, like I grew up in a, a society where it's like, you can unbutton the top button if you're not wearing a tie. Yes. And speaking of that, by the way, I got very upset with Brandon, who's a real estate agent, which is what I do on my own personal job. And he had a plain white shirt that looked like it had been starched with heavy and he had not ironed it. And he had a weird blazer on and he had a button unbuttoned three buttons down. And I'm like, what is your look? Mm -hmm. You're Mm -hmm. like, business homeless i mean it's like it's not business casual it goes beyond that and what is your goal and you're as a real estate agent you're supposed to represent yourself in a certain way and you're on national you are you are your brand yeah yeah oh i i did it blew my mind yeah i know but i want a lot of questionable things taking place in this episode I, i have to give major props to the pussy because Jay wore that straight jacket the entire fucking night. That's actually freaking true because <laughs> he didn't drink a single drink because his hands were tied behind his back. And he still found a way to get a rose. And I don't even think he talked to her. Did he no, he didn't to talk her? to her. But he committed he committed to the bit. And I remember when they, they, they showed they zoomed in on him or they, the camera like panned over to him when they're all talking about how some of them didn't get a chance to talk to her. And you could see on his face, he looked like he felt like he was the biggest idiot <laughs> in the room that night. But, but he, he, didn't, he, didn't quit. he didn't quit. And I love yeah. that about him. It's kind of like, I don't know whose season it was, but remember when there was a sloth on it? Where someone was yes. sloth? It, yes. Like he committed to it the entire night. I, and that girl got a rose too. So maybe the deal is to do a, a gimmick like that. <laughs> And then commit, you, commit to your character for one night and then get to know them the next, the next time. The next it's like, I'm, so if I ever went on the show, I'd probably paint myself silver and be one of those like moving statues guys that you see in Las Vegas or whatever. You got to do the, uh, you got to do the uh, arrested development and blue yourself. <laughs> and all I would say is I'm a solid dude and that would be my joke. I mean, and then I would hope that it would land and it would get me a rose, but crazy and you, and you hide out in the backyard in the shadows <laughs> so nobody will be able to see you well you go behind you go you go behind her when she's talking to another guy and you just stand still like a statue <laughs> and that's that's the move um <laughs> sorry if i blew up this interaction <laughs> can i jump in can i steal her that's yeah. what you'd have to say i i would probably do that um <laughs> so what else stands out to you i mean what do you think about joe's origami I'll give Joe this much. He did a great job in showing us all that he's Asian. <laughs> like I saw that, like real, like and for our listeners, like my wife's Chinese, so like, like I'm all about, I am all down for like Asian cultures, but like I'm just kind of like, you're like one of two. I think the other guy's kind of like a Hapa baby, like kind of half and half, like Asian yeah. white maybe or something, but he's like, he's probably the full blood, like the only like full blood, like, I don't know what he could be Korean. Um, but I, I just, I just go, man, you just, you have to take a hard right turn down, like stereotypical here. Like, 
I'm kind of confused, man. Like you're, you're an anesthesiologist. You're living in New York city. There's probably, there's probably a whole lot of other dimensions to you and you, and you, and you show her your origami skills. That, that, like, that made me think about you. I mean, obviously, you know, cause, cause I, can, I, I can bend and shape and fold in all kinds of sexy ways to be animals. <laughs> turn me on that way. But no, it's just like in the sense that it, it was, it was too, too hard. In my opinion, it was too hard of a culture turn. That's just, what I mean. It's just because right. it's just kind of like, if I went in there, I have Irish blood in me. And then I made like force fed or corned beef you know, like in cabbage or, and, or you pour yourself a Guinness and like, Hey, drink up. Oh, this, this is me. Like I, I, I like, there's so many other parts about me, you know, that, exactly that I could share. I'm an, like for hit for Joe, I'm an anesthesiologist. I, you know, I, I have all these other things going for me and I don't know. I would, I, I would, I would have loved if you just jumped in with that Jason Sudeikis line from, I think it's like the, the not do over. What's it called? The, uh, um, hall pass or something. And he has that. He has like a handkerchief. He goes, "Hey, can you tell me? Does this is my chloroform?" Hi, hi, <laughs> Joe. I would have. He would have been my favorite <laughs> for the anesthesiologist to pull a joke like that. I would have died. Would my have died. job. My job is to put people to sleep. Anyway, does this rag smell like chloroform to you? Yeah. yeah. I. I mean, I would have. He would have been my favorite. I'm like, I don't care if he gets sent home. My favorite of all time. <laughs> Such a good joke. Uh, a lot of mom mentions. You nailed that as well on this episode you had a lot of people mention their mom um they're, they're trying to play their play their uh play their strengths they're trying to get you know a callback from the bachelor production crew in case they don't make it all the way yeah i i it's <laughs> like cheater the pilot the mama's boy that started this this whole train wreck for all of them the guy that dances in the kitchen with his mom i don't know i mean so i don't know i mean that's kind of i mean is there anyone else we nailed? I, cause I feel like we nailed a lot of people with our assumptions of them. Um, I Ben was a good guy, but he was super lame. Sorry. Like hearing him talk, he didn't talk. His, his voice was kind of like, hi, I'm Ben. It's yeah. not like, it's not like an army ranger that you would expect. No, uh, no, he's, he's breaking the molds there. I, I feel like we kind of nailed AJ. <laughs> A certain degree. Okay. So like, we na- we nailed AJ, we nailed Bennett, we nailed Blake Monar. Yep. I think we have yet to see, but I think we've nailed Blake Moines. I think that will come through later. Yeah. And I think um, we, we nailed Chris, who is the genius. Yep. I didn't know how many countries there are in the world. Yep. Um, we totally missed on Ed. Yes. Did we even see Chasen? I feel like I didn't see Chasen that whole episode. The San Diego um, guy. Not Jason I, with a J. Chasen with a C. Yeah, he got a, he got a rose. He came in the full armor. Oh, he was the knight. Okay. Okay. Which was lame. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't get it. So now he put his armor down that he can be vulnerable. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It just was, makes me feel like he's been to medieval times too many times. <laughs> um, I feel like we missed, I missed on Jason personally. I think we nailed Joe cause Joe was one of my losers. Um, Jay, <laughs> Jay, we nailed big pussy. Yep. Jay. I yep. did not, I did not, I, I underestimated his resolve. I'll give you, I'll give him <laughs> that much. Now, he did surprise us. Yeah. He, he can hang in there. 
I so, thought we nailed Jordan C as well. Um, yep. Yep. I think he's going to play be a, a long one in the uh, contender in the long run. Um, Jordan M, who was a tall drink of water, I think we nailed. Yep. I, I think one we missed was Riley. I think Riley goes decently far, and I don't think I even had even a second thought for Riley. Well, Riley's Riley's profile doesn't even show up on the website. It, yeah. So, so he's. I, I don't know anything about him. That's the thing. He, he's one of the ones where it's like it's just his face and his in biography. You know, he wants to go to every MLB stadium. He knows all the lyrics to "Call Me Maybe." Like, I'm. You know, he's thirty as well. So, you know, he he's a he's a lot. Here's the one thing I remember. He, he that was pretty impressive from the show. I think he's already like he's graduated law school. He's doing his thing. Like he's like, he's a sharp dude. I just like yeah. I saw him. I saw him in the bio. I'm like ah, nothing really stands out to me. Like and, and yet like in in these scenes where they're showing like what's gonna happen, you know, these sneak previews of the season. He's in like all of them. <laughs> I'm like he, wow. He okay. Is, I, I didn't love his entrance though. I mean, it's kind of like I'm an attorney, and he, he falls I, into that category of like. The, hi, I'm Alex. Nice to meet you. Okay, I'm gonna go inside now. <laughs> well, it's it's a little bit of a caveat because it's like if you were rich and successful, so to speak, you'd be like, "Hi, my name is Matt, and I love riding on my yacht. How are yeah. you?" Like yeah. you like you make sure to demonstrate your value. Whoa, shoot. You mean you mean like Bennett? You mean like Bennett with the uh, Rolls Royce and the scarf? Yeah, he tried. He's a loser, though. I think. Also, he was, he was all show. He was all braggadocious about that, in my opinion. Uh, we missed on Yosef too, but we—I didn't have his access to his profile. Um, Yosef, I didn't really think much about, so I guess you can say I missed him. And then I, I was, we totally nailed Mike, the Canadian who likes Shania Twain. Yep. We we thought he was going to get the axe. Yep. 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 Um, and then. Tyler C, I'll say this, Tyler C at first surprised me because although his intro wasn't very exciting, he was a gentleman. He seemed like he had a good head on his shoulders. I'm like, oh, okay. He seems, he seems like he might be a keeper. And then he had to go and try and pick fights where he probably shouldn't have and got himself canned. You thought the station wagon was a good move? I thought it was clever. Yeah. I thought it was okay. clever. Okay. Um, I think more importantly, when he first, before he went into that whole thing, he was just, I get it. He just presented himself well. And you yeah. can tell he was, he has that, that, that West Virginia drawl that helped him out a little bit too. Cause she, she asked him about it. She's like, Oh, like, where's that accent from? She was digging him. I think yeah. she was digging him. And I think she totally, he, he totally turned her off after that incident with, with uh, Joseph. I think he killed, I think he shot himself in the foot and threw himself overboard. Yeah, and that's something I don't understand because, you know, he did the right thing by addressing Yosef in person, and Yosef did the better thing by just bringing it to her attention right away. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. but, you know, as an attorney, because I'm looking at his name now, he says he's a lawyer from West Virginia, mm-hmm. you need to know better about saying things that will incriminate you in the long run, and you got to, you know, the cost you know, the benefit and the loss of, 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 of saying that, you know, it's kind of like if I know somebody in business, you know, 
cheated on their wife or something like that. And Mm -hmm. it had no place in the business that was in front of me. And it's like, I'm going to try and gain an edge by bringing up this. It's, it'll only come back to bite you. Well, again, one, one, it goes back to watch your game film, see how many times that's worked out for people in the past. Cause it really hasn't. But two, this early in the game, dude, first night. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like the stakes are so high because she doesn't know anybody. Why are you going to, why are you going to go down that route? Get again, eyes on the price. Make her remember you and want to get to know more of you. That's the only thing you should be doing that entire night is getting five minutes with her to make her remember you. And he even said, like, I will only use it if I have to. And he felt like he had to. Yeah, I don't, I I really can't even tell you where your thought process would go. Like, my only thing, Matt, is that he must be, like, not a litigator because <laughs> he doesn't think that well on his feet. <laughs> he must be a, he must be a, he's a contract lawyer. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. He must be contract. He, yeah. ain't, he, he ain't a litigator in my opinion. Uh, he, that would shock me if he was a litigator. Shock me. All right. But, so, who, so who's winning before we go into stones ratings? Who's winning? Uh, I, w- I would say Moynes and Dale just because Dale got the first impression of Rose. And then, Blake was the very first rose that she could hand out. Outside of I know, that. I noticed that too. It's either so, it's, it's going to be Dale, but I think you you know to keep it honest, you got to keep Moines in there, even though they show him crying. Um, <laughs> but uh, what, what I, I want to know is that when this Tasha event happens, and she gets thrown in, do the guys still stick around, or is there a whole new set of guys? Like, what is? What's that gonna look like? So I'll be, I'll be. Really that's why. That that's why I can't do the fantasy league this year because I don't know how to yeah. score it. You know, and so we have a. Thanks a lot. Hey, listeners! Player. One more thing, she screws up. <laughs> listeners, I I am a commissioner of a fantasy bachelor bachelorette league where you draft your team based on the players or contestants that you like. You get positive points for kisses, compliments, roses, etc. Negative points for cussing, crying, whatever it may be. You can't do it this year because you, because this I, I heard she left, and it's kind of like how do you how do you navigate that? And you know what? I still say. Maybe that's enough time we need so we can get something up and running so all of our listeners can actually participate. It'd be fun. So I think we should get something up for our fans there. That'd be fun. So stay tuned. So we're going to go into our stones ratings now. So after every episode, we have two stones to give. Naturally. We're, we're on our game now. Um, <laughs> two stones means that you enjoyed the episode and no stones means an ast of castration would be more preferable than watching this show. Um, we, we, we accumulate our stones ratings and we give it a rating out of four stones to figure out as a male, where's the stand in terms of our pain threshold, I guess you could say. So did you want to go first, Alex? Or did you want me to go first? And before you answer, you're over here uh, on our on our Zoom. Um, we also have the very highly vaulted, always uh, replicated but never fully appreciated meaty scale, where Alex compares this episode to a certain a serving of meat 
And um, we had a lot of pushback from the vegan community saying that this is very meatist, but uh, we continue to press on because we, we pull no punches and we are warriors. So we'll go into the stones ratings and we'll go into Alex's meaty scale. So Alex, how many stones do you give this? I don't know. Uh, It's definitely not two. I'm trying to argue with myself if it's worth one. Normally this is like one of the funnest episodes. You get a lot of testosterone in the room, weird stuff happens, a lot of stupid things are said, and it's really entertaining. But like we were talking about this whole episode, not a whole lot was going on. These guys aren't that like, they don't have some good characters in the cast this season. I'll start with zero and I'll, ho- I'll hope that it can become more, but I'm actually kind of shocked that the first episode's a zero. Okay. And what about, what about you? The hard part about that is that I entirely, entirely agree. Yeah. Is that, you know, this, this episode is one always. The first episode has a basis starting point at one stone. Like it's always entertaining. It's mm-hmm. always entertaining. So like the only way you can either go from a one stone to, to a two stone or you stay at a one stone, this particular episode had nothing yeah it really is not impressive at all it has no entrance that you're going to talk about anyone tomorrow to anyone about tomorrow it has yeah it has no it has zero drama it's got not it doesn't have a compelling bachelorette no one the first that's the first 30 minutes of the episode was all about was how unimpressive she is no no one got shit faced i mean yep. like like what what are we watching and then it's kind of like you know some you know like when you watch breaking bad you have to have episodes like the fly where he's just focused on this fly this entire episode and you're kind of like what did i just watch you need to have episodes like that to build towards like the whole crescendo of it being amazing yep i'm hoping that this episode is a bridge to like the best bachelorette season we've ever seen but Literally, it had nothing. It had nothing. It was really... I wouldn't say it was tough. It was weird. It wasn't tough to watch, but it also wasn't entertaining to watch. It wasn't wasn't tough to watch, though, because kind of like you have the anticipation that something's going to happen. Yeah. And I like even when when I was live storing the the episode, I was hoping for something to happen. And then literally, it just became Jay staying in his straitjacket. Yeah, that, that was the that was the highlight. That was the highlight of the of the episode. Mm-hmm. So, and it was just the fact that he was in a straitjacket and stayed in the straitjacket. If that's the most entertaining part of the whole episode, it, tell, it, tell, it tells you <laughs> a lot. So, where does this come down on the highly vaulted meaty scale? Um, I would argue our uh, our vegan following might might really actually appreciate this. I'm going to give it a. I'm going to give it a good old boiled broccoli, no salt, no pepper, just boiled, just steamed broccoli. That's what that was. No flavor, steamed broccoli. Not even a black bean burger? No, no, steamed broccoli. Wow. There was zero meat in this episode. It was bland. It was flavorless. 
I don't know. Well, at least broccoli is good for you. I, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing like there is nothing meaty on that about this episode at all. It's at like all. it's it was, like deep fried okra. It's not no meat, and it's not good for you. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. You've never had a a, a negative meaty scale before. That's that's why it was so funny when you were talking about our, our vegan following being offended. I'm like, well, I'm about to not I'm not going to let them down tonight. <laughs> Come on back, vegans. Yeah, it's yeah. It's safe here. You might have. We, we've got a negative scale now. <laughs> wow. So zero stones. Yes. Which is the first bachelor, I think, ever to have a zero stones besides listen to your heart. Yeah. Ugh. And it's the first. I still have nightmares about that. Don't bring that up. And it's the first meaty scale to have no meat represented in it at all. Because yes. I think I think once you gave like a a premium deli slice, yeah, <laughs> like a thin, it was like very little meat, very little meat, but it tasted good. Um, it was wow. a sandwich cut. <laughs> All right. Well, follow us on Twitter at ro stones guys, Instagram at ro stones guys. Excuse me, on Instagram at ro stones guys. If you ever looking for us and you don't know what to do at ro stones guys and uh don't for, yeah stones stones with an s guys with an s um don't forget to rate subscribe share and uh we're very very open and we're very very receptive to feedback so if you have any questions comments concerns whatever reach out to us on twitter if you want to be a part of the show um reach out to us we can do it very easily with zoom now we didn't know that the first time around so we can completely change our our, our approach with that now and yep. um we're really excited to um cleanse our palate hopefully next week with some actual substance god willing we'll see <laughs> but uh we're signing off and have a great night have a good night y'all take care